Welcome to Enriched Menopause, where perimenopausal and menopausal women can learn what's going on with their bodies and how to thrive during this stage and beyond. You are not crazy and you are not alone. I'm Dr. Jessica Rich. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome back to Enriched Menopause. If you were listening a few weeks ago, you would have heard my episode talking about how menopause is costing us money. And that's typically because of missed work, either from sick days or sometimes even women losing their jobs or leaving their jobs because they can't tolerate them anymore with their menopausal symptoms. Now, sometimes this is a choice and just reevaluating our priorities in life, but sometimes it's because our workplaces really aren't set up to accommodate the issues that come up for women around perimenopause and menopause. So today I have a great guest with me today who is tackling that very issue, April Haberman from Medovia. Welcome. Hi, Jessica. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you here, April. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got interested in menopause advocacy? I've actually been in global women's health for over 10 years now, mostly working in the menstrual and sexual reproductive space with a nonprofit. And I started with that organization really because my daughter asked me when she was going through puberty class, what women and girls do if they can't afford to buy pads. And so one thing led to another and I started a volunteer chapter here in our local community and ended up on staff with my development and business-to-business background. And I've been in that menstrual health space for years. I pinch myself every day that I get to do what I do. I feel like a lucky duck being able to educate and support so many women and girls really across the world. I've seen how life-changing that can be firsthand. And then going through menopause myself, I feel like I, I started in the menstrual and sexual reproductive space with my daughter. And now I'm in a place where you know, I'm on the other side of menopause. I'm post-menopause, but I have a lot of friends that are the same age. And I'm beginning to hear more and more conversation around menopause. And I say that lightly because it's really questions that I'm getting and it's confusing. So with all of that misinformation, with being surrounded by women in this menopausal journey, I also found that women are very lonely, isolated, frustrated, anxious, depressed, angry, the list goes on. And they're smack in the middle of what I call that middle place. They're we are straddling so many things. We've got our menstrual symptoms, our menopause symptoms, our career changes, life changes, relationship changes. And on top of that, you know, we might be caring for aging parents and there's, it's a lot to hold. So I wanted to change that. I wanted to do something about that and felt like it was time for me to step out of the menstrual space and into the menopause space. And it seemed like a natural course or flow for not, no pun intended, no pun intended. So, <laughs> no pun intended but really a natural flow. And so mm-hmm. I sat down with a couple of my now partners with Medovia, Kim and Emily, and we formed Medovia. And here we are. 
I love what you've done in the menstrual health space. Of course, that's so important for so many around the world. And I'm so glad that you've brought that experience and those talents to menopause because you really like hit the nail on the head that there's so much going on at this time. And it is that kind of like in the middle, in the thick of it. And sometimes when you're in the middle, you don't know that you're going to get through to that other side. And so I, I love that you've put together this way to help guide people through this process. So tell me a little bit about Medovia and and what you do and what your goals are. Simply put, our overarching goal is to educate and support women in menopause. That's it in a nutshell. We do that through two avenues. We do that at work with our menopause in the workplace programs and then at home, as we say, providing individual support for women that are on any stage of the menopause journey through our membership programs. We find that menopause can pose significant challenges, as you know, and disruptions in both that personal and professional sphere of life. So it's important that we come alongside women and support them in menopause. I'm using some air quotes here here on a whole, um, Mm -hmm. meaning the whole person, whole life. And that means looking at all aspects of the person from, you know, lifestyle, medical support, nutrition, relationships, mindset, you know, to work environments and support in the workplace. So we come alongside organizations so that women have the support they need at work and organizations at at the same time have the education and information and support that they need to enable them to do so. And then take that one step further for women who might need additional support beyond that, we help her. And I say her lightly, I understand that this crosses genders and so forth, but just her for sake of argument or conversation today. Yeah, her plus. (laughs) Well, we're going to get into the workplace stuff a little bit more in depth in a minute, but tell me a little bit about this sort of individual support membership. What does that look like? Is it, you know, courses? Is it, you know, groups getting together? What does it look like for the individual support? It's individual, um, um, just that, right? We have memberships for individuals where we can offer holistic modalities, whether that be, you know, monthly yoga sessions, meditation, breath work. We can signpost and resource out supplements. We work with individual doctors and organizations so that if someone is interested in hormone replacement therapy or testing, we have this collaborative approach where we can refer her out and then that information comes back to us and we can continue those conversations through individual health coaching. We have health coaches on our team We have uh, what I call Zen masters. Um, Emily is just a beautiful person who can bring you into a state of peace when you're in that heightened state of anxiety. And then community, you know, that is one of the most important pieces to what we do, Jessica. I'm glad that you brought that up because as I mentioned before, women just feel like they're they're floating on a raft in the middle of the ocean and they're alone and they're isolated. And what we really found is that women, A, want to know that they're not alone. 
be that that it's normal to feel this way, to normalize the conversation and those feelings, but also to bring her a sense of community. So there are retreats, there are events, there are social groups that we provide online as well to give her that sense of community so she feels held. I love that you do both that sort of community approach and normalizing and collaborating, but then also a very like tailored individual approach too. I think both sides are so important in many stages, but definitely in this menopause stage for sure. I wanted to switch gears a little bit and now talk about the workplace because as I mentioned in the intro, so many women are either retiring early or losing their jobs or having more sick days. And we're really losing a lot of great expertise in the field, a lot of people who have great experiences and great ideas because of this difficulty with the transition. And then sometimes it's hard to come back after that. So how could we handle menopause better in the workplace? I think first we have to get people talking about it, just like we're doing here. We have to open up the conversation around menopause so that we create an environment where anyone can talk about menopause openly and without embarrassment. And, you know, that just brings the hidden subject out into the open so that we can normalize it. So we need to normalize that conversation. We also need to create cultures that value seasoned employees. You know, women in midlife, we we just have a lot to offer. You know, we need to be willing to treat women as humans who are experiencing a very normal biological change. Second, I think we need to educate There's a lot of misinformation out there and a lot of myths that really need to be shattered. And by educating, we build an inclusive environment for all. You know, not Mm -hmm. like you mentioned before, not all women experience menopause the same. You know, even consider the fact that you don't have to be old to be in menopause. We have this picture of, you know, old ladies. Menopause. So not the case. <laughs> it's not the case, right? So, and then you take surgically induced menopause, which can happen at any age. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you get that often as well. So education, education is so important so that we're inclusive. And then third, and certainly not least, offer menopause support within organizations so that we can create those menopause-friendly environments. That is also can be customized, should be customized depending on the industry and the organization. So, you know, do organizations have comfortable temperatures in their workplaces? Do women have access to bathrooms? Oftentimes, women that are in the trade, they're using honey buckets. So do Mm -hmm. we have clean honey buckets for them? Do we have soap where they can wash their hands? You know, small things like that, offering flexible work environments for women. So we really need to just evaluate and determine what needs to be done within each individual organization and then implement that campaign. And I know you've recently partnered with Henpicked, which is an organization out of the UK doing similar things. And, and they've been doing this maybe maybe a little bit longer. So tell me a little bit about them and, and some of the successes that they've achieved that you're hoping to kind of bring to, to our side of the, the pond, as they say. You know, 
It's funny how it happened. We read an article in the New York Times. You probably read it several months ago. I think that was really the tipping point for menopause to take center stage, right? Mm-hmm. Here comes New York Times article. And Deborah Garlick, the founder of Henpicked, was quoted in that article. And it really, really intrigued myself and our team. So we reached out to her on LinkedIn because at the same time, we were just starting Medovia and reached out to her really just to get general information, you know, hey, how are you doing it over in the UK? Because you have this vast experience. And through many conversations with her, we both realized that we had similar goals. You know, our teams were trustworthy and we all had the same passion for helping women in the menopause. And Deborah says this time and time and time again, almost every time we talk, that when you find the right people to work alongside, the rest just falls into place. And so things fell into place. We partnered with Henpicked because they are the leading provider of menopause support and education in the workplace in the UK. And you mentioned it, they have been doing it for seven years now. They've really refined their programs. And you know, you'll see on their website if you visit there, they they say they're tried, tested, and trusted. And that's why we partnered with them. They're CPD certified. So they've been taken through this vigorous process and that makes it reliable. So that experience is really, really priceless. And we say over here at Medovia, if we're going to walk through the snow, it's a lot easier to walk behind someone who has already made those imprints Mm -hmm. (laughs) and wheel is not broken, then don't fix it. You know, if it's Mm -hmm. working and it's working well, you know, drive, drive the car with that wheel. And that's exactly what we're doing with handpicked. They just have this vast knowledge and having worked with hundreds of organizations, we're learning from them and we're growing alongside them. And I think that some exciting things are getting ready to happen in the U.S. as we bring handpicked program over the seas. And what kind of successes have they achieved that, that you're hoping to replicate? They really take this customized approach when they work with organizations from the initial conversations to getting to know organizations, what's the organization's needs, what's their language, what's their culture like, and really taking the time to understand that on the front end so that when they come into the workplace and deliver whatever training that is, whether that is training for HRs, managers, colleagues, whatever track that is, is really tailored for that specific organization, culture, and employee network. You know, it comes back to relationship with Henpicked, just like our relationship with them. We get to know one another, we trust one another, and that is really invaluable. Henpicked's programs also really handhold organizations from beginning to end. So they get to know the organizations, they come in and deliver training, they take feedback from employees and colleagues and managers, and then they evaluate that on the back end and they hand feed that back to the organization to say, here's what your staff and employees and managers told us, here's what questions they were asking so that they can then take it one step further. So now how do I help my employees, right? So Mm -hmm. there's this 
awareness piece there for them. We all learn, we're all educated. Maybe they've made some accommodations, as we mentioned before. Now what? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't want something like this to just, you know, be a, a one act show. Um, right. That follow up is so important. They really do that well. They they take it from beginning to end. In the UK and Australia, they have menopause friendly awards and certifications. Perhaps we'll bring that to the US. I think we're a little, we're a few years away from that. They just celebrated their menopause friendly awards where organizations are super excited to win the award. So it's not just implementing the programs in the workplace. Now I get to celebrate success amongst all of these other organizations who are doing the same thing, doing the right thing for women and those that are, are moving through the menopause journey. So if a company wanted to get involved with you and and bring these programs in, how would they go about doing that? If your listeners are an organization and they'd like to bring menopause in the workplace programs into their organization, we can set up an initial meet and greet to better understand their needs. From there, we can build a plan, deliver, and communicate that campaign right alongside them. We really help organizations to understand what their needs are, what they need to know, and what they need to do. So we're there every step of the way. Um, As mentioned before, we have training programs for colleagues, managers, and HR individuals right now. Those tracks look a little bit different. And then, as we mentioned earlier, for any employees who need individual support, our teams of experts can help come alongside them for that one-on-one support outside of the workplace so that they have the information they need to make the best, healthiest choice for themselves. We're, We're really about choice and coming in and educating organizations and individuals. We're not gonna come in and tell you that you need to use HRT or you shouldn't use HRT. We really wanna provide all information so that she can make the best choice for herself. And of course, as you know, International Menopause Awareness Day is coming up on October 18th. And I understand that you have a special program planned for this. Can you tell us about it? We do. We do. We have a free webinar that organizations or individuals can attend. Deborah, the founder of Henpicked and myself will host the webinar and we're going to build the business case for menopause in the workplace programs. We're going to break down the why, I guess, in this webinar from demographic, financial, legal, and social responsibility case. So if anyone is curious about menopause in the workplace programs, what that means, what it entails, and really the why behind it, why, why should I do this? please join the webinar on October 18th, which is World Menopause Day, and it will be hosted at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that registration link is on our website. It's on LinkedIn. It's on our social channels. You can can really find it anywhere. Perfect. And to that end, where can people find you? What's your website? And, And is the social media handles pretty much the same? It is, yes. We're Medovia.com, M-I-D-O-V-I-A, and our contact form and email information, social links and everything are at the bottom of our website. So best place to find this is our website. Perfect. Is there anything else you want to add, April? I'd really love to remind your listeners 
that menopause is really, it's making a big splash right now. There's a lot of celebrities that are bringing it to light and it's fantastic because it's taking that center stage right now. There's a lot of confusion too that comes with it because I think that there are a lot of uh, companies and organizations that do want to take advantage of the space here you know, or, or a wide open mm-hmm. audience. And it can be really confusing and it can be quite frightening, I think, as a woman and trying to decipher through all of that information. But I think if we can step aside and just remember that midlife is challenging and, you know, if we have a uterus, we're going to go through menopause. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. inevitable. And I think that's the important word here. It's just, and this Mm -hmm. time can be so it can be such a, a, an enriching time period for us. It can be a time of renewal, a time to redefine ourselves, to do things that we really haven't been able to do in the past. And so it can be joyful. <laughs> so I just wanted to say to your listeners, you know, embrace it, rock it, love yourself. And my motto is always go find joy in the journey because there is a lot of joy there as well. Right. It's such a great reminder because we always hear about all the symptoms that can make us miserable, but there can be a lot of joy in the journey as well. So I love that. April Haberman, it's been such a pleasure talking with you. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review and share with someone in your life who may benefit from this too. Remember that while I am a doctor, this podcast does not constitute medical advice and is for informational purposes only. Talk with your doctor about what may apply to you and your health. We'll see you on the next episode of Enrich Menopause.